All right, guys, we are back with another episode of Trying to Figure It Out. It is spooky season, and who else could we possibly bring on for a spooky season episode besides Bo Stone? I am the spookiest boy in town. (laughs) Okay, well, as you guys know, the very first time I ever brought Bo on this podcast, we touched on our magical night at Halloween Horror Nights exactly a year ago, and now... We were planning to go to Horror Nights together last weekend, but unfortunately, Bo was under the weather and we weren't able to go, which is totally fine. I still went for the team. I took it for the team. (laughs) It was very sad without you, but I did have a great time and I do have some stories to share. But before we get to that, I just want to say welcome back to Trying to Figure It Out. On Trying to Figure It Out, we do exactly what the title suggests. We truly try to figure it all out. We talk about mental health, friendships sexuality, sex, truly everything. And we learn about life along the way. And that's my favorite part. So today we are celebrating one of my favorite days of the year, which is Halloween. And I don't know if it's that I love Halloween or if it's that I love that the day after Halloween, it's officially acceptable to go full Christmas mode. So I don't know if it's Halloween or just the things that come after it, but Halloween to me, it feels like Christmas Eve, you know, like it just does. I completely agree. Like, I think Mariah Carey comes out of her grave and, like, starts that whole, like, Jingle Bell song. Wait, I literally posted on my story. Did you see that? I saw it. Okay, I posted this video on my story. It's of Mariah Carey. It's, like, the compilation of her being, like, not yet, not yet. (laughs) And then it's, like, now it's November 1st and everyone's just listening to All I Want for Christmas, Mariah Carey style. So I'm very happy to have Bo back. We're going to be painting pumpkins while we tape this episode. And we're kind of having a little bit of a competition of who can make the cutest pumpkin and then we're going to leave it up to a vote for you guys when you watch it back and see the final product so if you're wondering what we're doing or if you're just listening today and you hear some sounds or you hear us referring to these pumpkins that is what we are doing we are going to chat it up while also painting and getting in the spooky season spirit first of all i did not know it was a competition (laughs) but i I know you, Allie, and like I went bowling with you last whatever day. Friday. Last Friday. And you whispered into my ear as everyone was putting their cute little bowling shoes on. You're like, <laughs> I am so competitive. And I was like, I was like, that's cute, Allie. Like, yeah, you're competitive. And then you said, no, no, I am here to win. And I was like, oh, okay. And next thing you know, everyone's like, who is Ali Sexy Pins? She is winning. <laughs> strike after strike. And I was like, yeah, don't, she's here to win, not compete. Okay, but to backtrack a little bit, before we even got there, we were like, let's come up with bowling names like for our bowling team. And so, obviously, my name was Ali Sexy Pins with two Zs. And Bo's name was... Bolero, because we went to Bolero. Which so. which Allie like geniusly came up with. I like, did. I, I was did. I kind of gave Allie like a vogue seventy two questions before we like went. And I was like, so tell me like what is your bowling name? And she was just like, we were in the Uber and she's like hitting it. Like, like she's like I didn't even think about it. It's like I already knew. No, I caught her in like the best moment. She's like uh, it's Ali Sexy Pins. And I was like, oh, 
Okay. <laughs> she already had the in her I, notes. And and so she goes from Ali Sexy Pin. So I was like, okay, so like if you were to have a bowling shirt, like what would the emblem be? And she's like, two pins and a bowling ball. And I was like, is <laughs> no, that no, 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 no. That's that's wrong. It was two bowling balls and a pin. I was oh, being yeah, inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait. Does that make a... And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, yep. That's what that does. And I was being silly. I was being a little silly. Oh, you were so I silly. I love it. I love <laughs> Silly Alley. <laughs> that is my favorite. I just loved it too because like I've been on this like, oh, kind of being like antisocial thing. And Allie's like, oh, we just, we should go. And I was like, you're right. Like we got to go. And then... She like came full force though. I was like, I thought she was gonna match my energy of being like, we're just gonna show up and like be sweet. And she's like, oh no no no, I'm competitive. Oh yeah, no, I take bowling really seriously. It's something that I got into about a year ago. Actually, that's a lie. When I was a kid, I loved bowling. So like, I did take a few lessons as a young child, and I did have a ball that said my name on it. I don't tell many people that. No, you you halfway through the bowling competition, you said, I used to take bowling lessons as a kid. <laughs> and I was like, uh, um, okay. Really? I really don't share that quite often. Like some people who have known me even when I was taking the bowling <laughs> lessons don't even know that that was something I was, you know, partaking in. So uh, that was an interesting time in my life for sure. Um, but bowling is like my early adulthood favorite activity. I feel like in this wave where I'm like not trying to go out out to like clubs or these parties and stuff, I'm like perfect night to me is like maybe get a little buzzed, go bowling, stay as late as you possibly can, and then you go home and it's a perfect night. And so you get the thrill of a little competition. Um yeah, you just have a good time. I also love Dave and Buster's. It's kind of the which, same vibe. Which is one thing that, like, you also let me in on is because, like, when we arrived to the bowling arena, you, <laughs> you, lo I looked at you and I was like, Allie, they have an arcade. And you're like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I frequent Dave and Buster's. And I was like, <laughs> what? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go to Dave. I was like, um, <laughs> like I am a mega arcade boy. Like I grew up in a town where there was only like one arcade, like 12 miles away. Yeah. And any chance I could go like, you know, that taxi driver game, like crazy taxi driver. Are you, I literally haven't heard someone mention that game in so long. That game's not like a thing anymore. Pick up your taxi rider. <laughs> Get in the zone. <laughs> and I used to play that game so much because it was like crazy jump. You Wait, know I mean? actually remember that so well. You're doing the impression so, so well. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, she's a crazy driver. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I mean? you know, I love games. You know, mm -hmm. now that I'm very competitive. So obviously I have to tell you a little bit about my Horror Nights experience. I have to say, really good this year. Really good. Like, the houses were pretty scary. This was the first year where I had, like, 
something to compare it to where like I went in September to Orlando and then I went in October to the one in LA and I was expecting to like feel like I shouldn't have done both because they'd be too similar that like it was a waste of money but honestly they were so different and it was so worthwhile going to the one here because it was just so well done and I loved it so I really wish you had been there but I was thinking about you because I went on the mummy you went on the mummy I did I really did First of all, okay, I, I'm so glad you went on The Mummy. <laughs> Second of all, please tell me that the line was, like, mediocre and, like... No yeah. line. I had a, I, I will say I did have an express pass, so there wasn't much of a line. But I also did get a drink at the bar that we went to last year. Like, everything Stop. I did just made me think of you, and I was like, damn, I really wish Bo was here because he would be laughing at this stuff. <laughs> just for the memory purposes. So that's the tea on Horror Nights. Obviously, we're going to celebrate Halloween this weekend, so. I think that I have, like, my costume unlocked. I, like, have had to dress up every day of my life and perform. The idea of Halloween kind of freaks me out because I'm like, oh, I really got to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel that. I live Halloween every day. Like, <laughs> my whole Halloween is just getting out of bed and going to work in an outfit. <laughs> my, my whole job is Halloween. Like, I have to put on a show every day for so many people that, like, me dressing up scary. I'm like, it's, it's just a Tuesday. <laughs> I'm dead. Wait, so you said you have your costume on lock. What is it? I have this great costume. Okay. And it's very simple. And I think you will love it. So, like, I went to Paris and I got my hair bleached. And as I was in Paris, I was like, oh, this is cool. And then it hit me. I was, like, taking a photo of myself to send to a coworker. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I look like Dama. <laughs> <laughs> I look like Dama. <laughs> So, oh my god, I ordered these aviators and my hair is really blonde right now. And if I blow it out and put a side part, wear a white Carhartt shirt and denim, I am Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> oh my god, that is so terrifying, and it's almost hard to picture. It's not though. That's why it's terrifying. That is kind. Of, that that does make it a little terrifying. Well, I love that for you, and um, yeah, obviously we're gonna go out together on Saturday for Halloween, and yes. I'm gonna be the Little Mermaid. I'm gonna need you to help me dye my hair red. Sorry, what? <laughs> sorry, one more. Wait, sorry. I think the mic cut out. <laughs> what happened? I want little mermaid. It's still hair. cutting out just a little bit. Could you? See? Okay. What if we use like spray, like red spray, or you do like a wig application for me? That sounds nice. <laughs> the wig part sounds nice. I like that. Now that your mic's back working, you said what? I said I want red. Hair. It doesn't have to be dyed red, but I want it to be red for the night. So whether that's a wig or we find some sort of a spray that comes out the next morning or something, 
I think that's the move. I think that there's solutions here. You got to just think outside the box. Allie, I think you should know this about me by now. I always start with like, you're crazy. No. And then I'm like, okay, let's do it. I know. We are going to need to get on Amazon because I will not be dyeing your hair red. Okay. Because your hair was slightly auburn and you were like, um, there's something wrong here. Okay. I want to transition to something that I want to talk to you about, which is last time you were here, we did, you know, talk about some personal stuff and we're not going to go back into that, but I do just want to do a brief rundown of, you know, what the aftermath of that has been. Cause big part of this podcast is sharing really personal stories and it could be really, really rewarding, but it can also come with hardships and it can come with doubting yourself and, you know, questioning yourself of if you said the wrong thing or if you said it the wrong way or if you didn't like how you said it, whatever it is. And I experienced that all the time and it's the biggest lesson I've learned since I started taping. So I kind of want to get your experience on how you've felt since, you know, sharing something pretty personal to you. Thank you for bringing that up. But like one thing I want to say before like we dive into it, I just want to thank you for being the sweetest, most like thoughtful, empathetic soul. Cause like post that, like you were just so, you know, like, Hey, like really thankful. Like you came on and had a platform to be able to share because like, honestly, Ali, like after I left and after I shared, like, I felt really good, you know, and to be honest, like I also felt really good because you allowed me a platform to be able to share and we shared when I say we because like you kind of held my hand through it like we shared in the most responsible, like polite way. And, you know, I think we followed true to your mission of this podcast, which is like trying to figure it out, you know, like I didn't share out of like trying to hurt anybody I shared out of trying to explain and figure out my whole situation. And I can't thank you enough. And I, I felt like I went through the Hoffman Institute where they say like 10 years of therapy in one day. I was like, y'all should just try to get on trying to figure it out. Cause (laughs) that's what that was. That means a lot to me. Thank you. No, So like, I felt really great. And You know, to be honest, like I did not share any names and the whole point wasn't to bash or talk negatively upon anybody. But unfortunately, those involved were affected and it also gave me the power to like stand my ground because I was true to what I said. Yeah. I didn't say anything negative. I spoke about how I felt, what I felt and how I was figuring it out. And since day one, with that whole specific situation, you have always been a really great light of being like, listen, like, you know, you are allowed to feel however you feel. You shouldn't feel silenced. I went on the European trip to Paris, right? You did, and that's what I was going to ask you about next. That was kind of like the big igniter of like why I went on that trip. Right. And I don't know, like I've, I've never been alone for two weeks. Yeah. I don't think I have either. I don't think a lot of people have. Even with like my history of growing up, like I was alone at a younger age, but like I was never alone alone. Like I've always had people around. I'm a very big people person. I've 
been blessed and fortunate to have adopted so many people in my life as my family. But I spent two whole weeks with myself. Which is so impressive, by the way. Like, I'm so proud of you and happy for you that you were able to do that for yourself. It's frightening. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Like, it's weird. You know what I mean? Like, when you spend two weeks alone, you're like, okay, what do I do today? Yeah. So how did you feel about it? Like, what did you do? And, like, how did you help yourself get through those little lonely moments? I kind of, like, kept myself busy. It's funny, like, a lot of my people who I told I was going on the trip, they're like, oh, how nice. You're just going to have, like, a a mellow trip. And I was like, um, no, have you seen my itinerary? You know, one of my other friends was like, I'm traveling too. And I was like, what's your itinerary? And they're like, what do you mean? And I was like, you don't have, like, a 10-page itinerary of what you're going to do? Heck, yeah. But that was what kept me, like, so busy to the point where it was like I couldn't Well, no, I can't not say, like, I thought about that whole situation every day. Of course. I thought about it every day. I thought about them. I thought about, you know what I mean? Like, they, it's such a major thing in my life. Like, no matter how many miles away I fly on a plane, I still can't run from it. Can I validate you for a moment? Yeah, fuck yeah. Those kinds of things, just like when someone hurts you and you don't get closure from it or get... I don't even know like if you know what kind of closure you even need, but when you don't get that, it just lingers in your head and you just you replay it a million times and you wish you could get some sort of a perfect feedback, perfect response or something that can just close that door. And like, sadly, these are those kinds of situations that it just takes so much genuine time and processing and so much that, you know, it's, it's very normal and I want to validate that if you were thinking about it, even when you were far away in Paris, like that is okay. And that is so normal. So I just want to say that. Thank you. You know, no matter how far away you go, like your, your, your stuff still follows you. Yeah. I'm growing. I had a lot of great moments where like I got to like be away and I got to think about it. And like one of the biggest takeaways, which I think I may have touched on last time is like, I'm the only one being poisoned by it, you know? I'm at a point where, like, I can say for them, like, I'm happy for them. I really am. You know what I mean? Like, I wish them the best. I'm happy that they have each other. I'm happy that they're happy. I'm trying to figure out me. I'm trying to focus on me. And I'm trying to heal myself because I'm the only one poisoning myself with the thoughts of, like, what happened. So... Getting away for two weeks was empowering because, like, it reminded me that, like, I'm in charge of my life. I'm in charge of everything. And, you know, I'm so fortunate for the opportunity that I was capable of going away for two weeks. And I can do what I can to fix the things I can. And I need to accept the things I can't fix. And... I also just need to have more happiness within myself. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, don't be hard on yourself. You know, the aftermath after these things can be tough. And I grapple with it every time I tape an episode. Every time I tape one, I'm like, maybe I wasn't ready to share that. And then I take it out and I have the power to do that. So I just want to say again how grateful I am that you stuck with it, shared your story and 
you know, it wasn't easy at times, but I'm just proud of you to know your self-worth and know that you didn't deserve that. And this wasn't about bashing anyone at all. And I'm proud of you for being so confident in your own emotions and reaction to a situation that hurt you. You were so sweet from the whole entirety of it. Like, I really appreciate that because like, I, you didn't like force me or like be like beg me to come on and share this. Like I was just like, you know what? Here's what's going on in my life. Like if I'm going to do an episode or I'm going to be a feature, like I'm going to be honest because you purvey the most honest like version of yourself on this podcast. So like I wanted to, you know, yeah, it would have been me doing a wrongdoing if I came on and was like, life is great. Let's just paint. <laughs> well, a lot of people gave me a lot of feedback and they were really impressed by you sharing. And I think they really liked seeing that side of you that does share because while you come on here and bring such a positive light for so many people listening, you also, you know, have things that are hard. So I appreciated you sharing that because there's a lot of people like you who are able to be so positive, but still struggle and need to hear sometimes that they have a place to let it out and feel it. So I love you. And I'm so proud of you. You went on a whole trip by yourself. You did so many amazing things. You went shopping. He had amazing meals. He saw some friends. He met new friends. And I'm just really happy for you and where you are. I've had the best time taping with you again. Now we're going to first do Alpi's three. And then we're going to do the pumpkin reveal. (laughs) So for Alpi's three... I think we should just be silly and do all Halloween songs. I'm thinking this is Halloween from the Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm thinking the Monster Mash. Do you have one? I do. Hit me with it. I have one and it kind of is like, it like touches base on everything. Okay, let's hear it. So like I grew up in like reggae land and like, you know, all that. And there's this song that like, was playing on like a playlist that wasn't mine and it was called Backburner by Mike Pinto. I feel like it just like hit all the right vibes and I think that would be like the one I'd want to add. Okay. I love it. All right. Pumpkin reveal. Are you ready? So I went more abstract Jackson Pollock vibes, you know, took things into my own hands. I, I see you were very, um, you had a plan. And I'm starting to feel like you cheated on this competition and had a plan because you're the one who brought the pumpkins and the supplies so you had time to prepare. So (laughs) I would just like to say for the voters out there who want to pick Bo's pumpkin, just remember that he had time to prep for this. I will say, though, I had a plan. And the tape that I wanted that I brought was not on the table. And so I oh no. I I scratched my <laughs> plan and I really just went rogue. You mean this tape? Yeah, that beautiful masking tape. I went <laughs> rogue and I just was doing what like my heart felt. So I went Beetlejuice. Like Beetlejuice swing. Got, yeah. Beetlejuice, maybe a little murder in there, something Mine, spooky. Wait. It's all over my sweatshirt. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, don't don't be scared. <laughs> I was really not ready. expecting that. I thought it was gonna be like cute and smiley. It got really evil. Look. Wait, it got so evil. <laughs> I'm dead. That's insane. Oh, well oh done. Oh my god. Oh wait, I also made this guy. I I prefer that one. That one's cute. 
Okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Bo, I love you to death. I always love taping with you. It's always a pleasure. I laughed. We painted. (laughs) We told some good stories. Obviously, you better come with me next year to Horror Nights. I was very sad to go without you. But it is about to be Christmas season, you guys. And you know that we're going to be talking a lot about Christmas on this podcast because I love the holidays. It's the best time of year. So I hope you all had the best Halloween. And... I can't wait to tape with you again. I love you. I love you. you.